In episode 82, we explore the best remote work opportunities for 2024. You're listening to The Remote Work Retirement Show. I'm your host, Camille Attell, and this is the only show that helps semi-retirees figure out their remote work options. I believe the remote work is the new retirement plan and that many retirees have both the ability and desire to work how they want so they can live how they want. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello again. It's time for the next chapter in our Future of Work Predictions for 2024. Now, in episode 80, I shared the top predictions or trends to watch for. And in episode 81, I provided a list of skills you should know or develop based on those trends. So today, we will pull all the puzzle pieces together into a big picture to talk about the next or best remote work opportunities for 2024. Now, one thing I wanna mention as I go through this list is that you may hear some of these opportunities and have thoughts like, I'm not qualified for that job, or, well, I have never done that kind of work, so how could I start now? Or maybe you think things like, well, I don't wanna learn something new, or I don't even have a degree, so who would hire me? or whatever thoughts you might be having that actually prevent you from moving forward on something you might actually like. So here are some thoughts I think you could have that would be more productive. You could think things like, that job sounds interesting. I wonder what else I need to know about it. Or maybe, my favorite, I might have transferable skills and maybe I could do that job if I were to also upskill or reskill just a little bit. So I really want you to suspend any kind of thoughts you might have that try to talk you out of being qualified or uh, even being interested in the jobs on this list. I'm also not saying that you should only be interested on jobs uh, in jobs on this list because you might be doing something completely different. And it's not to say that whatever you're doing or want to do wouldn't be a good job or a popular job or an in-demand job. I just want to make sure that I'm giving you the best list for the best opportunities that you could keep your eyes open for for 2024. Now, let me circle back for a minute to the concept of transferable skills, because I don't know, maybe not everyone, everyone knows what that is. Transferable skills are skills that can basically transfer from one job to another job, one industry to another industry. It could uh, be uh, a certain type of task transferred to a different type of task. An example of some transferable skills would be communication skills, listening skills, being flexible, being adaptable. In fact, a lot of the skills I talked about in episode 81, quite a few of those are transferable skills. And this is something that we talk a lot about inside of Remote Work School, which is my online coaching program. In fact, we spend like a good chunk of the program just uncovering people's transferable skills so that they can see what else is available to them, new work types, new jobs, maybe even a new business. Now, I'm going to use myself as an example here because I think I'm a really good case study 
because when I left my job, my long, not just job, but my long time career in corporate training in 2016, I left with collecting a lifetime, practically a lifetime of skills. I mean, I shouldn't say lifetime, but gosh, I had been in the workforce at that point for over 25 years. So it feels like a lifetime, right? But I still have a lifetime to go and I will certainly collect more skills. But some of the skills I had were things like I was a classroom trainer, so I knew how to set up a room and lead discussions in a classroom, in a group setting. I knew how to set up all of the things we needed, like a projector and notebooks and pens and pencils and all of that. I was a project manager, so I knew how to do things like manage a budget and manage deadlines and manage a team and manage work, etc. I had also done uh, continuous improvement, which is a, a whole discipline around finding improvements in a workplace. And that could be an improvement with a process or a procedure. That could be saving uh, people time, saving money in some cases. So I had skills around all of these different things, right? Because we're never just one thing, not really. Even if you've done one job your whole life, it's not like you only use the same three skills. You're collecting a lot of skills. And so I had all of these skills when I left my corporate job. And then I started completely brand new from scratch in a whole world I knew nothing about, which was working remotely and working really 100% online. And so in some ways, I, I had to learn some new skills. I don't want to say I didn't have to. But in some way, many ways, I was able to take the skills I already had and just use them in new ways. So for example, I was an okay writer. I wouldn't call myself a writer or an author. I've never written a book or anything. But shoot, I can write a paper. I mean, I went to school like I, you know, I wrote a, ma a master's thesis. See, sometimes I forget this. And so I was able to take those skills and transfer them into becoming a freelance blog writer. It was different for sure, but I had enough of those core transferable skills that it wasn't like I was starting from scratch completely. I just had to upskill a little bit. By the way, of all the things I've ever done, this is kind of ironic, of all the jobs I've ever had, I've never actually went to school for any of those jobs. I didn't go to school to become a classroom trainer or a corporate trainer. I did not go to school to be a project manager. I never got certified. I didn't go to school to be a continuous improvement coach. The one thing I went to school for, which was counseling, I've never actually done in, a, in an actual job. I've never been an actual counselor. So this, is, this proves the point that you don't need to go back to school and get a big fancy degree to do jobs. I mean, I did it, and then I didn't actually use that degree as a counselor. Now, I certainly use a lot of the skills that I learned from that degree in my coaching business. And there, again, is another example of transferable skills. So I bring that up because, again, as I go through this list, your immediate reaction might be, I could never do that job. And I don't know. I think the answer really is maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. You might have some transferable skills you don't even know about that could actually uh, contribute to these jobs. So just keep that in mind as I go through the list today. All right. I better get off of my soapbox pep talk about skills. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is the word best because this podcast episode is called 
the best remote work opportunities for 2024. And I used that word on purpose because I don't want to say the top 10 or the highest paid. I think the word best is pretty subjective, actually. Uh, best might look different for each person. So what do I mean by this word? Well, I think this really means the most in-demand jobs, the ones that you're going to find the most if you go job searching, the ones that employers will be looking to fill. And that's why I think these are some of the best jobs. And most of these can be done remotely, if not, you know, 100% remotely, then certainly in a hybrid way. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean all employers will be offering these jobs remotely, but they can certainly be done remotely. With that, let me give you the list. I did count to 10. I just can't help myself. But again, that doesn't mean that it's only these 10 or if yours isn't on here, it somehow it's not a good option. It just didn't make the list because, you know, I only have so many minutes in a podcast episode. All right, so number one will be AI and automation specialist. I'm going to read the list and come back and define these. So number two will be virtual assistant. Number three, data specialist. Number four, sales specialist. Number five, digital marketer. Number six, social media manager. Number seven, content manager. Number eight, customer service representative. Number nine, cybersecurity specialist. And number 10, project manager. So let's loop back up to number one, which is AI and automation specialist. And I actually put AI and automation together because they really go hand in hand. And what I think this job will consist of, because again, we're still trying to figure it out. I don't know that anyone knows for sure, but it's definitely going to be someone who understands AI enough that they can help businesses and companies implement it in different ways. And so this is really broad because it could involve anything from knowing enough programming so that you can write a little bit of code to using AI to do analysis, to using AI to speed up uh, different tasks, to using AI to implement a new technology or, or implementing an AI technology. And all of it, all of the knowledge and skills would be used to help improve operations, make things run smoother, faster, uh, with less errors. Um, yes, sadly, in some cases, it would be replacing a human that does a particular job. Uh, but it would also be something that could create a new role. For example, you might be an AI specialist or an AI and automation specialist because you still have to manage the AI that now maybe does data entry. So instead of having a human doing data entry, you would have AI do it, but you still need a human who's an AI specialist to manage the process. Now, the automation part of this has to do with being able to use a few technologies to automate certain tasks. And by technologies, I guess I could also interchange that with the word AI because it could be a software, but it could also be an AI that understands how to do uh, how to automate tasks. So we're going to see a lot of this in 2024. We saw some of it in 2023. But I think in 2024, is, it's finally the time when, when companies get very serious about carving out this role. 
The next one on our list, number two, is virtual assistant. This has been around, this job has been around for a really long time, really the better part of a decade. And a virtual assistant is very similar to what an administrative assistant used to be. The only difference is they're really doing it remotely or hybrid. So these are going to be things like managing calendars, setting up meetings, uh, emailing, you know, providing email support. It might be scheduling appointments. It could be handling customer inquiries. The challenge about a job like virtual assistant is that there's literally a hundred or more different things that this person could do. And so the word virtual assistant is one of these big blanket terms. Um, And there's like niches inside of virtual assistant. For example, I have two virtual assistants that work with me, but one of them focuses on writing blog posts which then you could say, well, isn't that person called a blog writer? There you go. There's why it's better to focus on transferable skills and not job titles. And then the other person focuses more on customer service and community management. And then you might ask yourself, well, why isn't that person called community manager or customer service support? Why not? Why why are we, you know, picking one title? Well, that's just the way the world works because virtual assistant is someone who can do a lot of different things. It's another reason why focusing on skills is so critical in this day and age because you can transfer that skills in and out of different roles. Okay, number three on our list is data specialist. And this is another one that could be data specialist, data manager, data collector. Uh, I think there's one called, it's not called data cleaner because it doesn't sound right, but I know that that exists, someone who actually scrubs and cleans data. So this role could be responsible for anything like collecting data, analyzing data, managing data, organizing it, um, maybe light data entry, although the AI could do that. Uh, Maybe they are managing databases. Maybe they're even looking at data and interpreting it and putting it into reports to help with decision making. So this is a pretty broad role. And it's a role that's been around for a really long time. But it continues to evolve. And with AI hitting the scene, it will evolve even more. And I should pause and tell you that you should insert the words artificial intelligence into any of the roles that I'm talking about today, any of the remote work jobs and opportunities, because AI will impact every single one of these in in some way. And if you need a refresher on that, go back and listen to episode 80, because I spent a lot of time talking about why and how exactly. Okay, so our top three were AI and automation specialist, number two, virtual assistant, number three, data specialist. Okay, number four is a sales specialist. So this is someone who could do anything from selling products or selling services. Um, It could be online, like meaning online services or digital products. This could be physical products. Uh, This could be someone who gets on calls with people to talk to them about a program. And the skills around this one would be anything from communication and negotiation to being able to present something uh, in a persuasive way. It could be closing sales because, you know, maybe there's some close rates. So again, this is a pretty broad role that relies on a broad set of skills. Now, here's something really interesting. Well, 
I don't know if it's really interesting, but in my head, it sounds interesting. Let's just see. I was never in sales my whole life. I never did really any sales. But then when I left corporate and I got into remote work and eventually blogging and creating my own digital products, I had to learn sales and marketing, by the way, which is also the next one on the list, digital marketing. And it turns out I'm actually really good at sales and digital marketing. And the reason why I'm good at those is because of those transferable skills that I mentioned. I'm a pretty decent communicator. Uh, I should toot my own horn. You know, for someone who encourages people to toot their own horn, I don't really do it enough for myself. I should really walk the talk, right? So I am a darn good communicator, but I am a better listener. Well, mm, unless it's something I'm not interested in, then I'm a terrible listener. Uh, I think I'm good at negotiation. I'm really good at talking to clients and coaching. I think I'm effective at talking about my program and and teaching on webinars and and, um, in trainings and things like that. So it turns out I was good at sales and I didn't even know that until I was into my late 40s. Um, And I actually really like it. So, you know, there you go. There's a little story about that. So that's sales specialist. The next one on our list, number four, is digital marketer. And this is kind of similar to sales. But I think if you don't love sales, this is another one that could be interesting because this is really all about marketing in general. This would be about understanding what consumer needs are. It could include market research. It could include uh, even some of that data uh, analysis that we talked about earlier on our list and looking at data and creating marketing strategies. It could include things like SEO, search engine optimization. So if you have a blog or a website, that's part of digital marketing. It could be content marketing. So all those people who do things on Instagram and TikTok and talk about products or talk about the problems you have and how their products might solve it, products or services, that's part of digital marketing. It could be writing emails and being persuasive in emails. So again, this is a really broad role and another one where a big swath of skills could really transfer into this role. And again, it's another one that turns out I'm pretty good at and I really do like it. All right, number six on our list is social media manager. And this is someone who's going to pretty much how it sounds are going to set up social media campaigns. They're going to know the ins and outs of various platforms. They might be creating content for those platforms. They might be talking to people, uh, commenting um, and answering questions. They could also be analyzing social media metrics and coming up with new strategies and campaigns. They could be making pretty graphics. I mean, there's so much that could be done with a social media manager or even social media coordinator job. It doesn't always have to be at the management level. A lot of these these remote work opportunities that I'm talking about today have different levels, right? Entry level, manager level, specialist level. So whenever you hear me say something, just know that there are varying levels of expertise inside of each one. All right. So that takes us to number six, social media manager. Number seven, very similar, is content manager. So content manager has a little bit in common with a digital marketer, and a social media manager or marketer. And that is someone who's really focused on the content. 
So they maybe don't need to know social media so much, but they really need to understand content creation and content marketing. So someone who understands how to communicate with content, how to uh, find people to connect with that content. It could be planning content, editing, publishing, research, and content could mean anything. It could be a podcast like this one, a YouTube channel, a blog. It could be other written content, short form video, long form training. Content is really anything that people consume in some format. And again, I think this is a super creative role, much like some of the other roles on the list so far, and uh, a broad set of skills. So you might have some transferable skills that fit in this category. The next one on our list is customer service representative. This one has been around for a really long time. I think it will still be popular and still be a, a good remote job to have. The caveat here is I do see a lot of impacts to this job because of AI. I think there's a lot of AI that can replace customer service jobs. I think there are automated AIs, there are chatbots, there are AIs that are pre-programmed to respond to customer questions with a keyword. So I think that this job will change. I still think it will it will be around and there will be a need but I think what you'll have to consider in this one is learning enough AI or chatbots, really, so that you know how to work with both tech, the, the technology around it as well as the customers. So I still think this is all about dealing with customer questions and inquiries and resolving issues. I mean, let's get real. Not everyone loves talking to a chatbot and a chatbot can only go so far in solving a problem, right? And so there will still be humans that will need to solve problems and talk to customers. And that could be on the phone, on email, on other chat platforms. But I still think it's a really great option for a lot of people. The next one on the list, let's see what we're up to. Let me recap what we've done so far. Number one, AI and automation specialist. Two, virtual assistant. Three, data specialist. Four, sales specialist. Five, digital marketer six, social media manager, seven, content manager, eight, customer service representative, nine, cybersecurity specialist. This is another one that's been around for a number of years, but it's just getting more and more in demand because there are more and more scams and schemes and people trying to crack codes and, you know, break in to the cyberspace. So this role focuses on protecting a company's computer systems and networks and protecting them from cyber threats. This one, you would need to know things like the security protocols. You would need to understand threat detection. You would have to be trained in incident response. And I think that this role, even though you can use AI in this role, there are still people who will outsmart the AI and you will need a human to actually detect some of these breaches. And I think that um, more of this will be created in 2024 because of AI. So it's kind of like this weird circular argument. AI solves problems, but it also creates new ones. And therefore, you will need humans involved to solve the problems that AI created. Ooh, if you follow that, then more power to you. Okay, number 10 on our list, our last one is project manager. 
This one has also been on the list for a number of years. Uh, this is being able to manage a project from start to finish. It can include everything from planning and executing and monitoring the project, managing the budget and the timelines. It could even include managing the team if you have a team of people. And Project Manager can span across so many industries. Uh, it doesn't just have to be an IT project manager. I mean, I was a project manager managing training projects for a number of years and then continuous improvement projects. And again, I was never certified for that. And so I think this role continues to expand and evolve. I still think you're going to need to learn AI because a lot of the project management tools out there have AI built in, and you really have to learn the AI technology to keep up. So I won't recap the list again because I feel like I've done it like enough times, but the last two on the list were cybersecurity specialist and project manager. So there you have it, the best remote work opportunities for 2024. And again, if you didn't hear your job type, whether the one you have or the one you're interested in in the future on the list, don't despair. 2024 is shaping up to be another great year in the job market. Despite all the doomsday economists talking about how we were going to have massive job losses in 2023, the unemployment rate stayed really low and the job market stayed really strong month over month. We're still hovering at 3.7% unemployment rate, which is very solid. And while AI is replacing some jobs, that's happening and will continue to replace some jobs. It's creating even more opportunities. As long as you invest in your ongoing learning, dabble in a little bit of AI and some other things, you will create more opportunities than most people. All right, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Meet me back here next week for a very special chat with Sir Isaac Smith. He's been on the show a couple of times where we will talk all about all kinds of remote work stuff. See you then. If you're looking to get back into the workforce, change jobs, work remotely, or learn artificial intelligence, check out my free remote work training so you can get ahead of the trends and stay ahead of the pack. Click the link in the show notes or go to www.camilatel.com and press the free training button.